Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to the Latin Wealth Podcast. We're super excited to, to jump into today's episode. We got some good topics on hand today. Um, Apple. We'll be talking about Apple today. You know, it's been, as of lately, been taking some more negative hits and we're going to be diving into what some of those hits are and how this can affect the future of the company. Um, some some crazy stories that's been coming out lately. Also, we're going to dive into later in the episode how Texas is becoming a rival to New York City as the financial hub of America. So very interesting. We're going to dive into that as well. As always, welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday hosted by Latin Wealth. Jeremiah, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. We got two great topics, stuff that's close to the heart of both of us, right? With our heritage and places we've lived and all that stuff. So I'm excited. Hopefully people get into this. Take your notes, get your notebook ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're going to dive into Apple taking some more negative hits. So we're going to dive into a couple things uh, regarding Apple. Number one, uh, Apple could face European fines over Spotify complaints. Now, this is a, a very, very interesting story that, that came out recently. Apple is set to be hit with a $539 million fine by the European Union over allegation that it broke its anti antitrust rules. All right. So basically what that means is um, they've been hindering access to its music streaming rivals on its platforms, according to uh, reports. So in a nutshell, you know, Apple, if you have an iPhone, essentially what they have been doing is for those of you that use Spotify, um, they have been kind of suppressing, you know, Spotify downloads and they've been pushing more of their native Apple apps on their app store. Not only that, um, Apple has been imposing a 30% tax on apps such as Spotify. So when you go ahead and download Spotify and you want to upgrade to the premium, they will impose a 30% tax on the upgrade of Spotify. I know this sounds crazy, but this is literally what's going on. Like it may sound crazy coming out of my mouth, but um, man, this, this is this is what it is. And I know there's even some articles out there of individuals having the Spotify app on their Apple iPhone and they're trying to upgrade the premium so they can avoid all the ads and whatnot. And it basically says like, yo, you can't do it right now. Sucks. And people don't know is you just got to simply go to Spotify.com and you can upgrade it there. But for some reason on the iPhone, it wasn't letting you to do it, allowing you to do it. I say all this to say, man. Um, yeah, Apple is being fine for that. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it, it may be, you guys are wondering, well, it's Apple store. Can't they kind of do what they want and, and whatnot? Um, yes and no. You know, it, there has to be a, has to be a fair platform for everybody, right? For the, for people like Spotify, that's smaller, that, that wants to, to get into more hands of people. It has to be a level playing field with what I'm trying to say. So, um, Jeremiah, what, what are your thoughts about this, man? Um, obviously, in an open market, there has to be fair competition. So that's number one. 
I mean, there's laws and stuff probably around the early 1900s. That was a big issue uh, um, in the United States with trust and companies joining together. You had, you know, mega companies, Rockefeller, the, the Carnegie's, all these people, right? And so the government was fighting against basically control of a country. And essentially, that's what the European Union is talking about. Apple essentially being in, you know, um, well, they were the number one company. Microsoft's taking that over. But the biggest company in the world, right, the most profitable company, essentially becoming a controlling factor of the European Union and controlling countries because there's, you know, billions of people that have iPhones. So, like, you're controlling, like, you know, Apple seemingly kind of controls the world a little bit, a little piece of it, right? And so they're like, hey, you got to make it fair for everybody. Spotify is, and it's weird because I was looking at Spotify's earning numbers and all these things correlate to each other. So if you don't look at the back side of it, right, there's, you know, maybe a billion people throughout those European countries, maybe if you add it all up, are pretty close to that. And if you're suppressing those numbers, Spotify's overall global impact and their their earnings are going to be affected, right? And so, I mean, I'm, it'd be very interesting to see if they come back and present that in their next earnings report. Like, this is what was actually happening. Don't not buy our stock. Don't right. So it, it, these are like a couple of different things to to look at. Also, something to look at is Apple. Why would you like? What's the point of that? Right. We already know Apple's the phones they you they, they make them glitch so you got to buy the new one da, 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 da. Mm. and me and chris always talk about it and i always <laughs> joke report back with people i'm an android person i don't do apple but this it's just you start to see it and there's such a dominant force it's like at some point you start to wonder why are you doing the stuff that you're doing mm. you know what is the point of what doing what you're doing because you're all you're gonna win so it's like why are you keep doing multiple things right and i think that it's linked to honestly a lot of the the slump in sales um, and Apple needing to use whatever they can to try to get more market share in other places because we talked about it a couple show, a couple episodes ago. Um, iPhone sales dropped tremendously. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, number two or number three in China, which was a big market. It's not really growing in India, and it dropped in the United States. So across the board, they're losing sales. So they try to, they're going to have to hang on to whatever they can. So I think that maybe that's a big piece of why they're doing the things that they're doing is because of, drops and loss of sales in other places to losing revenues. A hundred percent. And yeah, you definitely got to allow other, like I said, small tech companies to yeah. compare feel, uh, free, uh, freely and fairly in the market. Right. Um, yep. And it's interesting. And that goes to show really the growth of Spotify as of lately, because uh, when you talk about market share somewhere else that they are obtaining more market shares in the podcasting space. Right. So they're signing huge podcasters, like Joe Rogan, where yep. all, you know, all their, their list, all his listeners and followers will go to Spotify to listen to podcasts and not only listen to podcasts, but to stream music there and so forth and so forth and listen to audio books and whatnot. And it, it it's funny because being in the podcasting space, I see a lot of people transitioning from listening to their, if you have an, an Apple device, listening to their their uh, podcast on the Apple device and they're actually going to Spotify. I see a lot of people doing that. Like they would rather have all their stuff that they consume in one place. And you can't necessarily do that on Apple right now. And I feel like that's impeding. Um, it, it, so it blocks you and people don't know that because like we were talking about, people are so locked into the Apple ecosphere, right? They're just in the ecosystem of Apple. 
Um, and so they don't really pop their head out to go look at other things. But if you do, then it's kind of like contradictory. And you'll see like, man, they're just trying to really control me. There's other options out here. There's other stuff that, you know, and you're like, dang, why? Like, what's what's going on? Like, why do I have to? I could just go on my computer. I'll go to Spotify.com and I can upgrade myself. I can do all these different things, but I just can't do it if I'm on my phone, which is weird mm -hmm. I mean, to me. Seems strange. Yeah. Something else that's kind of strange, kind of weird as well, maybe not, is Apple Vision Pro users have begun mm -hmm. returning their headsets, blaming it on headaches, um, limited uses, and really the, the weight of the, the, the headset. Now, we spoke about Apple Vision Pro exactly two weeks, two weeks ago, and mm -hmm. I think both of us kind of have our, had our skeptics skepticism about it you know mm -hmm. i was trying to be a little bit more optimistic about this product but um yeah people are returning it right they're returning it i think they have apple has a 14 day uh, return policy now they can't disclose how many you know returns that they they've had but there are people that are coming out and it's enough people that articles are being written saying like yo I, these things are too heavy these things are giving me motion sickness it's you know i'm having headaches and there's not really much of a use for it like there's even an article or a quote in an article where the individual bought the headset and returned it the same day <laughs> he was like wow. i have no use for it right and wow. you know if you guys don't remember the product was launched on february 2nd and it's 3500 dollars. so yeah crazy uh yeah, I mean, we saw a direct a direct correlation, a direct blow, right, from Mark Zuckerberg. You saw him, he created a message. If you guys didn't see it on social media, he directly didn't attack. I think he just directly laid out a factual basis of why Meta, the MetaQuest was better. Yeah, he tore I mean, it down. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and it wasn't anything like, you know, like a smear campaign where you talk mm. about trash or anything. It was like literally facts. And everything that he spoke about in that video is exactly the problem that they're having with Apple um, right now with these vision headsets. So it looks like he, it was very accurate. He did great research. He broke down their product, right? Um, and I mean, outside of the headaches and the heaviness of the product, the price, right? Which is, that's three strikes you're out. But then just the overall integration into Spotify, Right. Well, now we know why Spotify didn't allow their, their stuff to go on Apple because of what's going on. What we talked about mm -hmm. previously, they, they got issues elsewhere, so they're not playing fair. YouTube said not, nah, not mm -hmm. really. Right. I mean, there's always been like a correlation between Alphabet, I think, between Alphabet and Meta. That's always been a good relationship. And so you have these these things that are building up. And I don't know. I think we were talking about it. I think Apple's in trouble. I think they're mm -hmm. going to they need to really be looking elsewhere. Headset is a dub. I think it's an L. They're going to take that L. Maybe second generation or reprice it, remarket it, which is basically what Zuckerberg told him to do. So maybe mm -hmm. they should take his advice and go and do it. But I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't see it as being that big win that they thought. I think they need to go reinvest in innovations for the iPhone, make it better, learn how to make it more competitive in the market. Um, and maybe look at like some things we were talking about them purchasing Disney. They were looking at purchasing ESPN or something like mm -hmm. that. They should look at stuff like that. Other mm -hmm. things that could get them money elsewhere because I think the headset's a, a L. 
think I think they they just yeah they dropped and, out. and it's it's tough like as you mentioned like they should possibly go back and make a you know a version two lower the yeah. price and whatnot but the way Apple is when releasing products especially not the iPhone iPhone comes out every year and mm -hmm. it, whatever it's a one percent change whatever but when it comes to like their bigger products or their more niche products like an iPad, an iPad Pro, those things are revamped every couple of years. So yeah. the reason why I bring that up is if they're going to bring out a V2 to the Apple Vision headset Pro, we are not going to see it, I would think, until another three years. And so to me, timing is huge. Three years from now, that's more market share for Meta. More people are going to have a Quest Pro. Maybe there's another version that comes out. Um you just never know what's going to happen. Go ahead. I mean, I was thinking it's kind of weird because what will happen is, is between those two to three years that it takes for them to develop their strategic marketing plan that they had, that Apple had, right? It had Division Pro coming out and taking over the market. That didn't happen. And they didn't have a contingency plan, right, to bring out the beta or bring out the, the, the second generation. Like you said, they got two or three years. That we're going to have to wait to get it in that time period. Zuckerberg's already, he's had three different models out already. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people realize this. He's already right. tested his beta and came out. The model that's out now is the most competitive model, right? He's had time to go back and refine it. And that's happened over like a year and a half, right? Or like two years, two, three years, because they, you know, did uh, the metaverse and all this. So they're going to be able to turn around. You know, there's just saying like, you can't turn around the Titanic that quick. That's how Apple is. It's such right. a big ship. You can't make it turn so you're about to hit that iceberg and it looks like they just hit it and you can't really turn right because it's such a big ship meta is like a speedboat kind of right like they're able to they're more agile they can move yeah. their strategic thought process makes them they can turn it around a lot quicker boom if, if a product doesn't do something they can go get back in production they have the chips boom it's right back on the market so i think that um Apple's success is now being its its hindrance, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They've been a big dog so long, and they've kind of bullied people. And I think that now, everyone that they've kind of bullied, they've joined up together. Meta's got relationships with Spotify. Meta's has relationships with Google, right? So YouTube. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like the Brick Nations, that mm -hmm. whole thing, right? <laughs> so it's like Brick Nations against the U.S. kind of, right? And obviously, Apple's still super strong, super big. But I think that those people are tired of getting bullied. And what you're seeing now is just kind of that, like, mm, like we're not going to really take that anymore. And we have an option over here that we'll do partnerships with them and not with you. And we'll just freeze you out. And so now mm. their success is isolated. Them. That's what mm. you see. Yeah, I think I heard a story back in the day. I think it was Larry Bird. Who he, you know, he was known for trash talking. Yeah. And he, he can back his game up. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was Larry Bird who would tell the other team, like, yo, I'm about to... I'm about to drop 30 on you. I'm about to drop 40, whatever the case is. And he would go out and do it because he had that much confidence in his game. That yeah. reminds me of Mark, what he just did. He just rolled out like, yo, this is what you're going to get with the Vision Pro. This is what you're going to get with MetaQuest. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to lay out what you need to do. And you probably, whatever, you can take the, the blueprint and we're still going to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he did to me. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like it, Mike would do that too, right? Yeah. MJ. He'll, he'll go and tell you exactly what he's going to do. Hey, I'm going to do this and then I'll do this. 
but you're gonna do you're gonna do nothing about it, and I'm still gonna score. It's okay though, right? It just is what it is, and that's literally what Mark did. And like I said um, last year, there were like there was like a period of two to three years when Meta was just getting beat up. They're in court. There was all this stuff that was happening, right? Everybody antitrust laws. Oh, they're infringing on privacy, right? And they were and Meta was like beat down. Um, the metaverse didn't work out like they planned, right? And it was just like a string of failures. And you were trying to figure out, damn, what happened to Meta? The price dropped on their stock, but the whole time, shouts out to Mark Zuckerberg because all he did was just take that and lessons, mm. and he went deep in a bag, and he just like sat. And meditated and it seems like he just came out with plan after plan after plan okay we're gonna attack this and this and this crazy and then it started with threads and literally like i said threads and it was like after it's just like strategy after strategy after strategy and everything's hidden because he 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 took the time like he literally mm -hmm. sat and they planned this all this stuff out and apple just looks unprepared they just look like they just thought their name and the mm -hmm. you know who they were were just gonna take things over and Mark's like, nah, you, you didn't do your homework. We did our homework and I'm going to tell you what you need to do. So go do that. And then we're still going to win, but Hey, you should probably do that. So you can make some money in the space. That's cold blooded. It is. <laughs> That's cool. So let me ask you one more thing about Apple. You said yeah. focusing on, um, I think what you said, looking into purchasing like an ESPN and Disney, that's like yeah. the best move they can make, but focusing on their bread and butter, which is the iPhone. Um, we can probably all agree. It's probably time for a, a design update, right? Yeah. What do you think could potentially save Apple? Is it like, yo, we need a Apple flip phone. We need the double screen, like, or it has mm -hmm. to be something that hasn't been done already. No, these things have already been done. So the innovators that were that built the first iPhone went over to Samsung. That's why they accelerated, right? So what they need to do now is they need to go and look at software. They need to go and look at uh, maybe some AI integration that integrates into different things around your house. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe they can repair that relationship with Google um, or get with Amazon with the Alexa stuff, right? And maybe they need to make a partnership with with Amazon and and try to talk about how you integrate. Chat GPT, whatever, Chat whatever, Chat GPT, whatever it is, whatever they want to do, but they need to look. I think at software. Um, hardware is not going to get them there. It's already been done. Split screen. Samsung's already got the foldable screen. All this different stuff. So software is the key. What functions are you going to bring that's going to revolutionize things? Um, maybe they get with Elon and the Neuralink gets worked out, and then you have people that are speech impaired or different things that are happening. And with that phone, they can, you know, I, I don't know. But these are some of the things maybe that they need to go and look at instead of just focusing so much on the phone. I mean, the phone looks the same. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You're an iPhone user, Chris. You can tell me, is it, is it, is it really that different? It's nothing really. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. No, no so. difference. I mean, there's slight differences if for, you know, sure. but for the average person, it's not enough for us to get excited about the things that they are changing the, the GPU and all these technical things. It's, it's for the people that are like into tech and whatnot, sure. the camera quality and all that, sure. you know, uh, for the average person, it just looks and feels the same. Right. Right. So maybe they go back and they do some research or some field study with average people, right? They get a focus group for six months or nine, six to nine months. And they focus on what do you want? How does this look? How does this respond? Like, put in the work. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that they're not ultimately, but I, I, I mean, I don't know. The response and the way things are moving right now, 
Apple didn't put in the work they should have. Meta put in a whole bunch of work. Mm-hmm. And Apple didn't put in very much work. It's, that's just what it seems. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, one thing, I, well, last thing I'll say about this is one thing I do like about Androids is they give you, from afar, it seems like they give you that new experience as a physical phone design. So yeah. whatever, a flip phone or the yeah. phone that folds out, but they also give you the phone that you're used to, the regular touchscreen phone. So they give you options in that sense, right? And maybe that's something that Apple potentially looks at is they they have a new design, but they also have the phone that everybody's used to, just in case sure. you know the average person wants to rock with that. Maybe that's the solution. I agree. Get be humbled a little bit. Let this experience hopefully humbles them. You lost number one spot, right? As the biggest company in the world, right? Market cap wise, Microsoft took that over. That's AI based, right? They're investing and they have an AI, which went crazy. Um, so maybe it's time to it's time to start thinking about some things, right? Mm-hmm. Like Apple, get get serious, get back to being innovative. We know Steve Jobs is gone, but somebody, Tim Cook is a great facilitator. And I think he's innovative. He's a good, he builds out and expands on what's there, but someone needs to be that Steve Jobs. Someone has to be an Apple and be an innovator and create mm-hmm. stuff now yeah. because they've taken it to the extent as far as they can with what they have. And I think it's tapped out. So now it's time for yeah. somebody to be innovative and come and actually think and create new ideas in order to see new revenue. For sure. hundred uh, percent. Moving along into our second topic we want to jump into is how Texas is becoming a rival to New York as a financial hub. So J.P. Morgan Chase is putting up a massive new headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. But New York is no longer the state where employees the most people. Texas is. So the country's largest bank has over 31,000 employees in the Lone Star State. And um, they have a beautiful... 100 million square foot campus in Plano, just a suburb out of Dallas, if you guys are not familiar with the area. And that location has 2,600 more employees than it does in New York City. So, man, what, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I think there, there's a lot that goes into this. And there's also some interesting statistics out there out there. But I'd love to know your thoughts about this. I think this is inevitable, right? I mean, it's started by the pandemic and it was already shifting that way even if the pandemic didn't happen which was a black swan event economically but if you look at the cost of living yeah uh, population wise people have been leaving california which is the rival to new york right new york and california are pretty equal when it comes to cost of living honestly yeah so people have been leaving california for years moving to austin all right moving to texas the cost of living is cheaper it's driving up the cost of living in texas but it's still considerably lower right so if we're looking at new york city itself There is a way that New York, California, Illinois, these states that have this extremely high cost of living, which is funny because, and I'm not political, but it's usually linked to a predominantly Democratic state, right? Mm -hmm. A a blue state, right? That's that's how usually that works. And juxtapose, what I'll say is this. Texas is all red. It's the most reddest state in the South. It's what it is, right? And so it's business friendly. If people don't understand what I'm saying by that, Democrats, usually there's a high amount of taxes. They tax corporations, right? Which means there's more um, there's more welfare-based incentives for people that don't work or they're having issues, right? And so those taxes pay for people to help them more, right? Homeless programs, blah, 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 whatever, right? In a red state, um, you don't have those. 
Okay, it's more focused on the businesses, cultivating the businesses, giving subsidiaries, giving subsidies and stuff to businesses, growing businesses. And so this is why you see some of the major corporations that left California and then now they're leaving New York. First, they were moving to Florida, mm-hmm. right? Florida has madness going on though. So then they moved to Texas. Pretty good climate. It's okay, right? Um, you come down there, there's less taxes. There's no state tax. So there's a couple of things to look at financially for a business that you want to focus on. You don't want to stay, pay state taxes. You can get some some subsidies, right, for creating jobs in that area, which I'm sure they did. It's a good look. And I think that you'll start to see more people that move to Texas just because of that. I mean, unless New York and California get their acts together. But, I mean, New York is it's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. It's an island. It's a city that it's literally an island. So you can't you got to go up. You can't mm-hmm. go out anymore. And so there's just some limitations and things. And that, like we were speaking on previously, New York is like a, it's like the Titanic. I don't think they could turn it around mm-hmm. to say, hey, we're going to uh, lower the cost of living. We're going to cross the board. We're going to cut out state uh, taxes. We're not like they're, it's just, it's too much going on. They can't yeah, do that. Too much, so Too much. Yeah. yeah. Interesting because the cost of living in Dallas is 55% lower than in Manhattan. Look at that. 55%. So another big attraction for some of these uh, financial giants is they're actually saving money by sending employees to Texas. On average, they're saving uh, 10 to 15% by sending workers to Dallas opposed to keeping them in New York. 10 to 15%. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. So you save, you save on their housing, you save on the training, right? Because you got to think of manpower necessary to train employees uh, continuous housing. Think about the energy response, right? The cost of energy for buildings, right? If you're having people working in a, you know, in an office, so there's cost of there's there's all these different overhead costs that the company has. Um, state, you have to the, the company has to pay more state funds in New York, right, for healthcare for the employees. Put them in Texas, you don't have those, you don't have those fees. So there's all this money, this surplus money that's been over there, and then also the employee probably maybe a little bit happier in Texas because they keep more money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. So it's a better quality of living. I mean, obviously, New York has, you love New York, it's got culture, it's so much stuff to do, or whatever. But money-wise, if I'm keeping 55% more money in my pocket, that might be a deal. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a hard sale. Yeah, it definitely is. And I, I think um, I was looking up an article recently or yesterday when I was doing some research about this, the top 10 most populated cities, you know, New York is obviously number one. I think they have about eight to 9 million people. Mm-hmm. Cali has almost four. Uh, Texas or Dallas was all the way at number seven. Mm-hmm. But th- what I, the reason why I bring that up is because I can definitely see Dallas within the next maybe 10 years moving up to like the number five slot, top five most populated cities in America for sure. We just need some tourist attractions out here, man. We ain't got nothing to see out here. <laughs> I mean, I think they're working on that, right? Yeah. Universal and all Universal, that stuff is yeah. Disney World or something that's supposed to be coming out there. Um, if I and, and and it's funny because San Antonio has attractions, but it's still way smaller, right? Yeah. San Antonio's got massive amounts of attractions, but I can see Dallas becoming a, a financial hub. Um, the way Houston's become a medical hub, essentially, mm-hmm. I can see Dallas becoming a financial hub for sure. Yeah, very, very interesting stuff. Um, And I mean, another reason why this is a big deal, this is the first time 
that, you know, a city has had more financial employment than New York in a 33-year period, time oh. period. So the first time in 33 years this has happened. So interesting stuff. Um, yeah, I'm out here in Dallas, and we are just talking before we hit record, like, the amount of construction going on. And I even seen an article this morning where the new owners of the Dallas Mavericks like a day later, they started hiking the prices of the Dallas Maverick tickets like 27, 30%. We're like, we're not even winning like that, but they still, you know, it's so you're going to see a lot more growth, a lot more going on out here. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. Now, the question is, is how far, how far to the, how far to the left, for lack of better terms, mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. left and right, right, political. I don't try to be political. I'm a, by the way, I'm independent. I don't like either one of them. But in the middle, how far does Dallas shift, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how far does Texas shift as people from these states, California, New York, start mm -hmm. to come in? How far do they shift? Do they remain where they're at? And can you keep it level? Or does eventually it just becomes a new, like Austin, right? Austin yeah. was like the number two highest place to live a couple years ago, right? So it's like, does it start to change with the demographic of people that are coming into it? That's the question, because we've already seen that happen in Florida. And so we're kind of, you know, I wonder if Texas is, if, if it's next up, that would be the question. Something. To yeah. Watch. That, no, that's, that's a great question. That's something that moving out here, you would hear all the time is the, the quote is don't California, my Texas or something like that. Don't, mm -hmm. don't turn Texas into California. You're coming out here for what Texas has to offer. So, and that's, that's what people all around Texas will tell you that, if, especially sure. if you're saying you're from Cali. <laughs> yeah, I moved, I moved, I moved the opposite direction. So me and Chris did the whole, we did the complete switch, right? right? <laughs> Chris from Cali moved to Texas. I'm from Texas and moved to California. So we got both perspectives. I'm definitely, yeah. if I had to and made, made me choose between the two, I'm always going to pick Texas to live. For sure. And I don't, I mean, I don't, you gotta, you gotta be, and it's funny because we were having that conversation with you and I was like, yo, would you ever move back out you're like nah bro <laughs> like nah I'm good so that I think that speaks volumes about whatever Texas has to offer from a business standpoint or just from a personal living right mm -hmm. just your personal life so 100 percent uh another great episode I uh, hopefully you guys took away something from this conversation and if you did go ahead and share it with one other person that needs to hear the Latin wealth Latin wealth podcast and as always you know we both appreciate everybody listening to this podcast and the least that you know we ask from y'all is just to share this episode with somebody go ahead and hit those three dots message it to somebody send it in a group message uh, maybe there's somebody that that needs to hear this information please go ahead and share it with one other person out there. And as always, it's the Latin Wealth family. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace, guys.